everyone. My name is Kenneth Dean, the Dean of Metal, along with my co-host Chris Kay. Welcome to Debating Metal, the show where we offer you our sincere and honest opinions on the music we all love, heavy metal. And this week we're giving you our opinion on the greatest hits of a band we're sure you're big fans of. Formed in 1980 as The Mob, the band we're going to talk about today, like many bands, had to change their name because there was another band operating under the same name. When they ran out of ideas, they chose a name that referenced the first song on their 1983 debut EP. To avoid any confusion over a certain evil empire in the 1940s, they gave the spelling a Y and a metal umlaut. 15 studio albums, 4 live albums, an EP, a couple of greatest hits later, they are still going strong. The band has sold over 20 million albums worldwide and are currently in the studio putting the finishing touches on their 16th album called Digital Noise Alliance. So with six gold and three platinum albums to their credit, this band has an extensive catalog to choose from and tonight we're picking our 15 favorite songs each. Whichever tracks are duplicated to make the final list, the rest Chris and I will go head to head to see which ones make the final 15. Then we'll arrange them in concert set list order to give you our ultimate Queensryche greatest hits. So Chris, we have a band that uh, was one of the last bands that we saw before the pandemic hit. And I know you are a converted fan, um, mostly because of the Todd Tory era, the new stuff that, that they've been putting out. Um, so I'm glad that you're on board <laughs> myself. Well, yeah, I mean, I I wasn't a huge fan because most of the stuff that I had heard, you know, as a as a kid growing up was kind of in the middle of their career. And honestly, I'm just not a big fan of that era. Um, then in the last few years, you, you kind of showed me uh, the Todd LaTorre era. And then we went to see them live. They played a lot of the, the, the classic tracks and it you know, really brought me around on the band as a whole. So, uh, yeah, I've definitely become much more of a fan over the last few years. I think, I, I think one of the things that probably now, uh, and this is just my opinion of you in this particular case, I think you're more open to the progressiveness that they have throughout their entire career. Um, yeah, because I've always liked progressive metal and right, and, and, and I think some of that kind of stuff. Exactly, and I think what what happened was since you were more aware of the mainstream stuff that they were putting out, because that was basically when you came of age of listening to this, you know, rock music and all that stuff. So you you really were uh, able to understand, you know. The, the songs like Silent Lucidity and Empire, that was that was your era of basically coming around to, to listening to music. You- well, honestly, when I first really heard them was in the mid-90s. So think about more like Promised Land, Here and the Now Frontier, because I, I wasn't super aware of them. I mean, I've listened to metal since I was a little kid, and, you know, I, I grew up hearing that stuff, but Queensryche was off my radar. And I remember hearing some of the singles off of that era of the band. And I was like, this is not for me when I was that age, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. And then going back now that, you know, they, they play a lot of stuff off of rage for order, which is pretty, I mean, that's an extremely progressive album when you think about it. Uh, oh yeah. It's, and it's so to compared to the stuff they do now, which has a lot of progressiveness, it's, it's very attractive in that regards. So I, I can see why that those, maybe those first two albums are real, a real, 
to, to use the same word, attractive to you because of, of the progressiveness. But Well, speaking of which, we did a, a uh, head-to-head on the warning versus rage for order. Yes, you're right. Uh, way back in episode 53, we did uh, rage for order versus the warning. So check, the, check that out uh, when you get a chance, people. Um, but today we're doing the greatest hits, and I, this is one of my favorite bands. Um, like top five. I mean, I've seen them... Nine times, second most to Metallica. Uh, five times here in Texas, so that's pretty cool. Um, so, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first in, in the list that we've got? Go ahead and do your list. All right. So, my fancy dancy list here, and then this is in chronological order, um, but we're going to go ahead and rearrange it later. Uh, number one, Queen of the Reich. Number two, NM156. Number three, Take Hold of the Flame. Number four, Walk in the Shadows. Five, Surgical Strike. Six, I Don't Believe in Love. Seven, The Needle Lies. Eight, Empire. Nine, You. Ten, off of the B-side from Sign of the Times, uh, the single that they had, uh, was is the song Chasing Blue Sky. Uh, number 11, Where Dreams Go to Die. Number 12, Redemption. Number 13, Guardian. Number 14, Blood of the Levant. And number 15, I-9. So that's my 15 greatest, uh, Queensryche's greatest hits. So we definitely have some crossover, but we're also definitely going to have to debate some stuff, which is good. Um, there's a few songs that I didn't think of that, that uh, you have on your list. And um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. So starting from the very beginning, um, I did them in chronological order as well. So I've got Queen of the Reich and The Lady Wore Black off of the Queen's Reich EP. Take Hold of the Flame from The Warning. Walk in the Shadows, Surgical Strike, and Screaming in Digital from Rage for Order. The Needle Lies, The Eyes of a Stranger, I Don't Believe in Love from Operation Mindcrime. Jet City Woman from Empire. Where Dreams Go to Die from Queensryche. Arrow of Time and Guardian from Condition Human. And Light Years and Dark Reverie from The Verdict. That is um, quite a cool list. I like it. Um, there was a couple of songs I th- didn't realize you were going to go for. Um, but that's good. I, I don't mind, obviously. <laughs> Um, a couple of songs you had at the end that I was kind of like at a toss-up with, um, but I, I kind of figured you might go with one, one or two of those. Um, but hey, we've got seven songs that cross over, and that leaves... Oh, no, we have... I'm sorry. Eight, eight so- songs, we have eight that, songs that cross over, and that leaves seven places, seven spots for us to um, fight it out. So let's get on with the fight. No, let's, let's get on with the debate. Let's, let's not fight today. I've had enough fighting. <laughs> <laughs> all right <clears throat> so so the way this works is that um i'm gonna pick a song off of my list that i want to keep then you're gonna go and pick a song off of your list you want to keep then when it's my turn i'm gonna pick a song off of uh that i'm gonna i want to go ahead and let go of take off my list then you're gonna pick a song and take off your list then when I go again, it's going to be a song off of your list that I want to keep. Then you go and pick a song off of my list that you want to keep. And then I take one off of your list. You take one off of mine and so forth. We do this again until we get to um, placing all seven songs into the list. That's a lot of lists going on. 
<laughs> That's a lot of lists. <clears throat> yep. All right. So, um, since I went first, I'll go first this time too. I just keep going first until I'm coming last. <laughs> okay. Well, um, now it's time to go ahead and pick the song off of my list that I want to keep. So, obviously, you know, for everyone who's listening to this, there is a section of time that exists in Queensryche's uh, discography, their catalog, that apparently you and I are not very big fans of. No. <laughs> so, and that's okay. Because <laughs> this is our greatest hits. Um and quite honestly, you know, this this is the reason why Queensryche made the change at the singer position. Um, they were a little fed up with Jeff and, you know, not to get into all the legalities, they basically fired Jeff, hired Todd. They have resumed. I, what I would say, yeah, they're playing clubs. They're playing very small venues. But I would say they've resumed a more successful career than they were having towards the latter part of the Jeff Tate era. Even if it's not more successful, it doesn't matter because they do seem immensely happier. Yes, immensely happier. And, and, and you know, they're playing what they want to play. They're playing the harder stuff. I mean, they, they were, a, for what it was at the time in 1983, they were a metal band. And they became a progressive metal band. And they, you know, you could see that Jeff and, and Krista Garmer were forming them into a certain type of pattern. But then when Chris left, it, it just went kind of like way in a different direction. So anyway, um, you can tell that, you know, if you look at our list, we, we stop, you know, we do a lot of the stuff from the beginning and a lot of stuff from the end or from not the end, but from the, 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 the now, the Todd LaTorre era. So, um, for me, you know, since I'm picking a song I get to keep, I know this is going to put, uh, oh no, this is only going to be, um, one song. So this is going to add a second song from the warning. I am picking NM156. That is by far, hands down, my favorite Queens Rex song. Uh, that and Walk in the Shadows, or not, excuse me, not Walk in the Shadows, Take Hold of the Flame. Those two songs are my favorite. And I was also looking at my... Queensryche Big Four that I did back in episode 53, and I'm shocked that I did not pick Take Hold of the Flame as one of my Big Four songs. Hmm. I realized, I'm like, what did I do? What happened here? That's not true. This, this is this is a lie, this whole thing. <laughs> but it was just completely, you know, slipped my mind. Well, that's the thing. We're picking four songs, and sometimes it's, it's difficult to pick four songs, and it depends on how you feel that day, too, right? So... Sometimes it doesn't always mesh up, and yeah, it happens. Or you just forget. <laughs> yeah, basically that was it. You know, senior moment. All right, it is your turn to pick one off of your list you want to keep. Well, since you're picking your favorite song, I'm going to pick my favorite song. So I'm going with "Light Years Off of the Verdict." "Light Years Off the Verdict" is your favorite song. I like it. It's it's a really cool track. Um, it's it's kind of what convinced me that uh, Queensryche was a, a different band than I remembered. Um, very cool track. Even a buddy of mine who's who's not much of a fan of of you know that genre of music thought it was 
pretty freaking cool. So I like that song. I mean, it, it, it's one of those where this album, you know, the verdict it was a pretty damn good album. I mean, I like a bunch of songs in there, and they and they range the gamut of different styles of songs you know they're all progressive some are harder than others some are not i don't want to use the word soft the word um slow or or plodding but they're not ballads you know what i'm saying yeah so it's they're just very um slow paced but they're still kind of heavy in that way um, but they're not yeah. sludgy either, so it's it's kind of weird. And but I love this album; it's it's really good. And I, and I haven't given it a lot of attention, only because um, it, it's just life is that way. There's eighty billion other albums to listen to. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I I actually like that song, so that's pretty cool. All right, um, now to pick a song off my list that I want to let go of, and that's a tough one, um, because. There's six songs left, and I pretty much like them all. Um, you have a song. You have two songs off of The Verdict. I have one song off of The Verdict, but they're all different. Yes, we both have The Guardian off a of Condition Human. And then you all, you have Arrow of Time. I don't. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to hold off on one certain song to see how long it can go. Um, I'm going to go ahead and drop you. <laughs> um, um, that's rude. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. I don't mean you per se, but I'm going to pick you anyway. Um, I like that song. Um, it's probably the best song on that album um, from Here and Now Frontier. Um, but, you know, it's one of those albums that kind of, uh, it was the end of their best era. And it, it's it, that's a really good song. I, I like it. But in this particular case, I'm, I'm, going, I'm willing to drop it. I could have picked another song, but I'm willing to drop that one. The thing is, it is kind of the end of their best era, but at the same time, that album is a pretty big shift in tone from the stuff before it. Oh, yeah. And it, it's the end of the era because of the lineup. But right, it's not exactly. it's not the end of the era because it's the same style. No, uh, correct. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just a weird thing. I mean, Sign of the Times was a cool song, but you could tell it was just not... It wasn't Queensryche, even though it sounded like them, you know. Um, yeah, but it was it was definitely going in a different direction, and it was it was heavily influenced. And you know, mind you, that song was written by Chris DeGarmo by himself, but re, you know, it it still I'm sure there's a lot of influence from Jeff saying, you know, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, and he kind of got into that mode. So, regardless. yeah. Well, I mean, Chris, what came back for what was it Tribe? And well, I mean, he didn't come back. Like he didn't rejoin the band, but he wrote some of the tracks on there. And I listened to them, thinking, "Oh, this is going to be more progressive because Chris is writing some of (laughs) this." I was wrong. (laughs) Man, man, that album. I'm just. I just can't get into. Um, I tried. 
uh, and I really did make an effort to listen to all the the albums in between that we didn't list, like Q2K, Tribe, Operation Minecraft Two. That was a tough one. That was a tough couple of listens. Uh, American Soldier was pretty rough. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean I gotta say. If I've if I, I barely have listened to Operation Mindcrime Two, um, I maybe maybe have heard it once. American Soldier, I heard one or two tracks, and I'm like this is this is not doing it for me. Yeah, you so, can tell the band is is becoming less and less of a a factor in those albums, and I think that's very evident. It becomes the the Jeff Tate show, and it's like all of a sudden they were breathed back to life. With their their self titled album when uh, um, Todd Tori rejoined the band right. or joined not rejoined but joined the band, so yeah, it's it, those were some tough lessons and I don't regret leaving out any of the songs from those albums. <laughs> Neither do I. All right, so it's your turn to drop a song off your list. Hmm, always the toughest one for me is picking one to drop off of my own list. So, um. We've got we've got some other songs that are kind of like it, and we've got a, two tracks off of Operation Mindcrime. I'm kind of thinking or leaning towards dropping The Eyes of a Stranger. Um, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to drop. Okay. I, I, I can understand why it's a tough one. I mean, it's a good song. Um. It was one song that I had I had on my list for a bit, and I said, you know, I like the song. I mean, Queensryche play it now uh, as one of their, I, be- I believe it's their show closer in some cases, which you know I can't. I'm going to go back on that while I still have the opportunity. I'm going to drop The Lady Wore Black instead. Ooh, okay. All right. <clears throat> You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> Why? Because I already highlighted over it, <laughs> the other one. That's no oh. big deal. Um, okay, so I in, we were talking about Eyes of the Stranger, so we're going to go ahead and you know take a right turn now and go back to uh, The Lady Wore Black. That song, you know, it, it's not a ballad, but it's not... I mean, it's, it's, it, it's not... But at the it's same time, somewhere in between. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's weird. It's a slow song. It's a really cool slow song, but the chorus picks up a little bit, you know. But I, I really like that song. I mean, it's the other really good song that's on that EP, the de- the debut EP. Um, but I can understand dropping it. Um, okay, so now I get to pick a song off of your list. I want to keep. And hmm. That's an interesting one because, you know, we're getting to the point where the like the latter albums are. We're going to end up putting two songs on on that, and maybe pushing a song off another album, an older album. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna twist this one around a little bit. I'm gonna keep Jet City Woman. Okay, and because both both songs that we have off of off of Empire, we're 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 debating, and 
even though I didn't pick Jet City Woman for my list, it was one of those where I'm like, do I like this one better than Empire? But does Empire fit better in this list? Does it deserve to be in this list? And I really like that little chuggy riff that they do um, kind of going into the, right before they go into the chorus. And it was one of those things like, I thought that the, the riff kind of teased me because I thought, oh, now it's going to get good. And then the song kind of just went into the chorus. And that's okay. Um, but the song itself is pretty cool. I mean, I, lo- I love the bass line on it. So we're going to go ahead and keep that one. Um, and we'll figure out what happens with Empire later on. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Empire. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk more about it in a minute. But so the, I think it's the the spoken word section that always turns me off of the song. The one in the middle? Mm-hmm. When it, when you're talking about the all all the statistics and stuff like that, yeah, it just I don't know. It feels a little dated for the time, which is fine. So if you if you listen to it when it came out, it probably feels more impactful. Um, but also, it just uh, I don't know. I just want to listen to some music. I don't want to know all the statistics of everything. I, I feel like I feel like um, like. My, my eyes just glaze over when I listen to that part of the song. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the most political thing they've done. And yeah. That's what makes it kind of weird. And maybe know? it's just the sign of the times as it is right now. And right. that's everything is political. So it's just, it maybe it just turns me off at the moment. And in 10 years, hopefully, when it's not the same in the world, we'll see. We'll, you know, whatever. Anyway, so... I need to pick one off of your list to keep, correct? Correct. That's where we're at. Um, okay. So, we've got one off of the verdict. I-9 off of Conditioned Human. Redemption. Let's see. So, from your list, I am actually going to pick um, Blood of the Levant. It's a really good track. You know, it, it's it's a kind of a it's kind of a tough pick because it, it leaves it open to where maybe we don't pick Dark Reverie, which I think is also a good song. But we've always said we pick the songs that we think are the best, right? So um, I'm going to leave it open and see what happens with Dark Reverie. But I think Blood of the Levant is a great track. Fair enough. We'll see what happens. All right, so now it's a time for me to pick a song off of your list to drop. So we have four spots taken, and we have three spots available, and we're dropping two songs, basically, off of what we have left over um, between your list and my list. Um, so let's see what we have left on your list. We have Screaming in Digital, Eyes of a Stranger, Arrow in Time and the and Dark Reverie. Um, for this particular exercise on this uh, particular round, we've already got two songs off of Rage for Order, so I think that Screaming in Digital would be uh, adding a little too much. So I think I think we're going to drop that one. All right, um, you know. I really like that track. I think it's it's definitely one of the better ones. Um, oh, it is. Fr- I mean, from I, the early era. But yeah, I, I get it. You know, we're trying to, to add a little bit of spice, a little variety. I mean, I really, um, really like that album a lot. And 
you know, I could have picked, you know, like like me personally, I could have added the third song in there for um, uh, uh, Dream in Infrared. I love that song. And I have an acoustic version of that song, which I think is even better. And, but I left it off because, as you know, I think Walk in the Shadows is just an amazing song. And Surgical Strike has become one of my favorite songs from Queensryche over the years. And I really, really enjoy that song. So since both of us had those two songs, I'm like, you know, we can drop Screaming in Digital. It took a long time for me to kind of open up to Screaming in Digital, even though I've, I've listened to the song since I was basically 15 years old, 14 years old. And it's a funny thing that does happen or where so something... Six, 16. <laughs> gotcha. Well, something that you've listened to for many years, it doesn't hit you until maybe it's associated with something or you just listen to it one time and all of a sudden you hear something you didn't hear before. I think that's always very interesting. Like I, I listened to the example would be Beast in Black um, has their newest album. And um, there was there was a few songs on there I just kind of listened to and I was like they're good and I kind of overlooked them um but there was there's a new let's see there's a new video for and I'm trying to remember the the freaking name of the song um Broken Survivors um so there's a new video for Broken Survivors that came out and when I listened to it in tandem with the video not even really watching it but like seeing that that the video had come out and I'm listening to it it, it like hit me in the right way and I was like Man, this is a really good track. So every once in a while that'll happen. So it's always good to give it a few listens and not just kind of go on the first notion. Exactly. All right. So I'm going to... This one's not a hard choice for me to drop off of your list, honestly. Um, It doesn't... This one doesn't really have a lot of meaning for me. And it's kind of from that era that we talked about where I just don't care for a lot of the songs. So I'm going to drop Chasing Blue Sky... Um, it's an interesting track. Don't get me wrong. And it's one of the better from that era. It's very, being very soft, but it's, it's like, it almost reminds me of like something that could be from a band like, um, the Eagles or something in like a filler track, you know, yeah, cause no, it's, I understand that. Cause I, you know, it's a B side. You know, so yeah. it, it was basically a filler track. It was not good enough in their eyes to make it on the album. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's a song that should have been put on the album because it was it was better than a bunch of tracks on that album. Th- th- and that's the strange part. Like it's still better than a lot of the songs <laughs> from that era. Yeah, I mean, I just love the sound of that song. I I like the the atmospheric sound to that song. And there's a lot for me. There's just a lot. Like it hit me at the time. I'm like, wow, this is a really cool track. And I've always listen to it and I've always put it on my my uh, playlist when I've had different Queensryche playlists or my own Queensryche Greatest Hits cassette when I had when I had one in my car so it's just one of those like like I think I, I made a CD of their Greatest Hits and you know me being the, the creative person that I am I always added a quote unquote bonus track at the end and that was one of the bonus tracks for myself <laughs> So I get it, but you know, I understood. I knew it was I knew it was probably a long shot to make the list, but I figured, you know, if you heard it and maybe you liked it, maybe you'd keep it. But I yeah, understand. You got to always put it on the list, even though if you, you right. know it may not make it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one who put what was it? Um, 
uh, the song. What was the song I put on from Risk from Megadeth? Oh Jesus it w- Christ! It wasn't <laughs> even making it. Uh, but I'll be there for you. Just, just the fact that it was off of Risk. <laughs> the, the album sucks, but that one song is pretty decent. All right. Okay, so now it's time to um, pick a song off my list I want to keep. We've we've gone the full round here. Um, all right, so what do we have left? One, two, three. You have three songs left. I have three songs left. Um, so that's six songs, and we have, uh, what, three spots left? Three spots. All right. Um, let's see here. Off of my list... I've got Empire, Redemption, and I-9. I-9 being off of Condition Human. You've got Arrow of Time. Or Arrow in Time, excuse me. Uh, Dark Reverie. Isn't it Arrow of Time? Is it Arrow of Time? I, I put in. I, I, it's probably Arrow. Yeah, Arrow of, of Time. Okay. Yeah, I was just writing real quick. Um, so Arrow of Time, Eyes of a Stranger, and The Dark Reverie are yours. But I got to pick one off of my list just to kind of make a comparison. Um, what I'm going to keep from mine, I'm really digging this track. I, I love the bass line on this track. And I'm going to keep... Mm, wait a second. Now I just saw another song. <laughs> All right. Um, no, you know what? I'm changing my mind. I'm keeping Redemption. Off of the Queen's Reich self-titled album, that that uh, the toddler Tory debut. I like that song. I actually like that album. It's a shame it's only thirty minutes long. I mean, it's more like an EP. But you, you know what's funny is when you said I like the bass line on this track. I swore you were going to go with I nine. I was. It, it, oh, okay. I was, and then I changed my mind. That's why I said, uh, gotcha. "Hold on a second. I, I was I was going to do that, but I said, "No, I'm going to go with Redemption." Yeah, Redem- um, not Redemption. The Queensryche uh, self-titled album is a very short album, but that's fine. Uh, we, I, we've had this discussion before many times. Like An album does not have to be two hours long to be good. Like A lot of times there's a bunch of filler. And this, this from beginning to end, I can enjoy the Queensryche uh, self-titled album. It's good. I mean, it's 35 minutes long. Right, and it's a you know, quote unquote full length album. Uh, the original Queensrÿch EP is seventeen minutes long, so it's not not much shorter, <laughs> but it's fifteen. It's twice the length. It's yeah. twice the length, but it's funny because you know nowadays thirty five minutes is is like an EP because mm-hmm. it, you know it's not it's not very long, but it had a lot of good songs on there, so that's a good thing. All right, so what do you got? What are you going to keep from your list? So. Let's see. I think I'm going to go... There's two tracks that I'm thinking, and um, I think what I'm going to go with is Arrow of Time. Okie dokie. It's a really good track. A good way to start off that album. Condition Human is pretty good. It's, It's, I think, probably the weakest of the three with Todd LaTorre so far. Um, mostly because some of its leftover tracks that were from uh, the sessions from what was the album before um, they broke up with Jeff. Uh, that was... Um, was it American Soldier? Dedicated, no, no was, Dedicated to Chaos. Yeah, some, some tracks that didn't get picked up from 
dedicated to chaos. Uh, Jeff shot them down, so they reworked them and made them much better. And then it's some leftover stuff that they were thinking about putting on the Queen's Rike EP and some new tracks. So it's it's a mixed bag, but I think there's some really good stuff there. And then obviously we both like the verdict a lot. So it's, uh, it's been a good few albums. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I like that. All right. So that leaves four songs for one spot. Two songs right now we're going to drop. Um, so that's going to leave us with two songs left over. So let's see. Um, I have Empire and I-9 that I'm going to drop. Or one of those I'm going to drop. Oh, nice. You're going to drop both of them? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so the question becomes, what song are we going to drop? Um, because we were, I was going to say it before, I really, really, really like the bass line to the song. I'm going to go ahead and drop Empire, and we'll see where I-9 ends up. I'm a little surprised, but I've nice. Okay. So that for me, I have to pick between The Eyes of Stranger and Dark Reverie. And, hmm, that's a tough one. I think I'm going to drop Dark Reverie for now. I think Eyes of a Stranger is a stronger track, just to be honest. Um, so I guess that leaves the last two that we have. So what is your uh, bid for I-9? Um, it's really, I mean, when you listen to that bass line, it's a very progressive bass line. It's not your typical kind of bass line that you have in a song. It really drives the song. Um, compared that to Eyes of a Stranger, yes, I, Eyes of a Stranger is more mainstream. It's one of the songs that the band still plays today. I believe they've been, they were playing I-9 a lot on the tour. Um, and so it, it's, um, it's a battle of two really good songs. Um, I-9, I just, I, I, me personally, I, I like this whole Toddler Tory era a lot, and I and I love the early Queensryche era a lot. So you know, for me personally, it doesn't matter. I can go either way um, because I like both songs a lot. I think. Do we have two songs off of um, Condition Human already? We do, and we have two songs off of Operation Mindcrime. Right. So the the difference though. So if we pick I nine, then we have seven tracks from Todd Latore era and eight tracks from the Jeff Tate era. If we pick Eyes of a Stranger, we go nine Jeff and what six right. Todd. Um. The fact is, there's only three albums from that era so far so if you have half of the stuff come from the the Todd Latoria then it's going to come from three albums period so I'm not bothered by it being a couple songs in excess from that you know from one album there um you know 
for the variety's sake, because I-9 is such an interesting track and it's something very different with that really stellar bass track or bass line on the track. And um, we've already got, you know, some really good stuff from the Jeff era. I, I Let's go ahead and do something different. Let's do I-9 on it. Okay. I, I really like the chorus on I-9 too. It's just the the melody, the harmony on that. It's 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 very catchy, even though it's slow. And um, I have no problem with that. So, I nine makes the final cut. I like it. Eyes of a Stranger has been shot down. <laughs> um. All right then, Chris. Why don't you go ahead and read off the fifteen songs? All right. We have Queen of the Reich from Queen's Reich EP. Take Hold of the Flame and NM-156 from The Warning. Walk in the Shadows and Surgical Strike from Rage for Order. The Needle Lies and I Don't Believe in Love from Operation Mindcrime. Jet City Woman from Empire. Where Dreams Go to Die and Redemption from Queensryche. Arrow of Time and Guardian from... Actually, Arrow of Time, Guardian, and I-9 from Condition Human. Blood of the Levant, and Light Years from The Verdict. You know, when you look at that list, you almost think, well, do we like Condition Human more? Because <laughs> we've been touting The Verdict, but Condition Human is also a very good album. I mean, it, But it, it's the album as a whole, though, when you say, because right. you, you could have any album and you say, like, I, these three or four songs are amazing, and then the rest are trash, which there's a lot of albums like that. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but even these, still, like when you you look at like Toxic Remedies, a good song off of of uh, you know Condition Human, um, Hellfire. I mean, this is just got a lot of cool songs, um, and then there are cool songs also on the Verdict. I mean, Verdict's had a ton. I mean, Blood Levant, Man in the Machine, Light Years, Propaganda, Fashion, Dark Reverie. I mean, it's a good album. I mean, they've put out some really good music with these last three albums, and I'm super excited to hear what they're coming out with um, in, in October with their new album. Was it called Digital Digital Something Alliance? Digital Noise Alliance. So, yeah, I'm excited. All right, so why don't we start putting these in order? All right, so concert set list order. Oh, man. You want to pick the first song? Hmm. Um... Yeah, you know, I honestly don't. I do. I I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, I'm not a hundred percent sure where I would start. So, if you have an idea, why don't you take the lead? You know, so one of the things about Queensrÿche is you, they've they're such an unusual band, and so you can't have a concert of theirs and expect it to be normal, per se, right? Um, so like I've seen them, you know, obviously, like I said, nine times and, and yeah, the first time I saw them, they opened up for Iron Maiden in 1985, um, a week in Radio City Music Hall. And then I've seen them, I saw them open up for Metallica. I saw them headline the Empire Tour and each one of those shows was just so distinctly different because obviously at some point, you know, bands what they used to do was tour on an album and you'd play five, six, half the album, you know, plus all your hits that you had at the time. 
nowadays a lot of these legacy bands are playing just the hits even though they have new albums and so they get like three or four songs you know not a lot of bands are are ballsy like iron maiden that they're going to play either the whole album or half the album when they go out on on tour especially with such a vast catalog but Queensryche has never been one of these bands that will, that will start a show off with a song you, that you could predict. But this is our show. <laughs> so I say, even though it's probably one of their best songs, I, I want to start with, with just a punch in the face, and I want to go with Queen of the Reich. Okay. I mean, that's that's a fair way. To, I mean, it's the first song they ever released, so and it's a fair way to start it. Um, well then, let's not slow things down. So, let's see. Let's go with Arrow of Time. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like that. I like keeping the pace. <sighs> um, you know what? We're going we're gonna to alternate. I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Walk in the Shadows. Okay. Now, you do, we do have, what, uh, a one veto each, right? We do. Okay. Um, let's see. There's a few ways we could go about this. It could slow things down. Um, why don't we go ahead and slow things down? Let's do Jet City Woman. Okay, and it's not that slow either. No, it's not that slow, but it's a little softer. At least in Walk in the Shadows. Right. Okay. So Jet City Woman ends uh, studio-wise with that jet plane uh, flying away. Um, <sighs> I, I like this alternating thing. We, we, even though Walking the Shadows and Jet City Woman is Jeff era, I want to go with something newish. Um, so we're we're slowing it down. I'm gonna just bring it a hair slower. I want to go with um, where dreams go to die. Okay. I really like that song. I have an idea of kind of where I want it to end, at least for the main set. So. And as a reminder to everyone listening, we when we pick these 15 songs, the first 12 are what we consider the main set, and then the last three, 13, 14, and 15, are the encore. Let's go with NM-156 here. Hmm, NM-156. All right. So kind you know, of, it's 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 one of those songs that's very unique and doesn't have like a a strong indication of placement. So it almost feels like it it needs to follow something that's kind of slow, right? Because it's it's like a you know a build up at kind of at the beginning. So I mm-hmm. think it works there. Yeah. Um. Since NM one fifty six is very technology kind of song. And I don't want to say technological. It's it's about technology. It's about the future. It, it has all this weird things going on with it. Um, 
let's uh, how about we put in surgical strike? We pick up the pace. If, if you didn't pick it, I was gonna veto because, <laughs> because it's it's like you know you've just kind of slowed things down in a weird kind of way, and it almost feels like you, now you need to attack. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, good choice. Um. Okay. Let's see. We're now we're kind of like where we've sped things up a little bit again. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, let's go with light years. Okay. That, that works here. Okay. And it, it's mostly cause it's like, it's a, uh, kind of guitar riff heavy song. So following kind of a faster paced song, I think works very well. What about redemption next? That works. There's a couple tracks I thought would fit there. Um, so we're nine in, meaning we have, what, four remaining for the main set? We have three. That's right, three. Okay. Um, I definitely know what I want to end the main set, and I'm going to be the one that picks that based on the line up here so um, we've got one two kind of softer songs let's go with we've just done a couple faster tracks let's go with one of the softer songs and let's do take hold of the flame hmm Hmm. Let's see, I'm trying to see what you're what we're looking at here as far as our final songs. I don't necessarily want to veto without thinking about it. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. We have Guardian Left, Blood of the Levant, I9. I don't believe in love. The needle lies and take hold. I'd like to see take hold a little bit later, even though it's relatively late. But I'm trying to figure out what song has a similar pacing. You're you're saying either the 10 or the 11 spot cuz it's not going to go in the last spot of the of the the main set. No. But if it doesn't go in the last spot of the main set, could you see it in the encore? The only thing I can see is swapping it with I don't believe in love. Cuz one of those is going to go in the encore and one is going to go in the main set. All right, let's go ahead and leave it there at at number 10. We're getting okay. we're getting late. Late in the set. I think it fits there. I mean, it's it's towards the end, but it's not it's not like it's a just a straight up ballad or anything. You know, it has a chant along and everything. It's you know, and we're getting towards the end of the main set. There's only two more tracks in the main set, and yeah, I, th- I don't th- I think either I don't believe in love or take hold of the flame belongs there. Period. 
Okay. Um, so now we're at song number 11. We're right before the end of the main set. Um, all right. So then I-9 should go here. Agreed. That's exactly what I was thinking. All right. Uh, then I think um, let's end the main set with The Needle Lies. Ooh, I like that. So what do you want to start the encore with? So we have Blood of the Levant. Guardian and I don't believe in love left, right? We do. Um, the question is, where do you want I don't believe in love? Really, that's that's kind of the question here. Um, I'm actually good with it being the closer. Um, and if not the closer, the middle song. I like it as the closer only because it's a song that you can almost guarantee everybody knows. Mm-hmm. All right, I say we start the encore with Blood of the Levant. I like that because it starts off a little bit more um, impactfully, I would say, than than Guardian does. I think Guardian is a is a good track, but I think it definitely feels more like the what should be the second one if it's in the encore. Agreed. And then that ends it off with I don't believe in love correct and I like that uh, I like that I like this this list I mean it's even for the slow songs that they have they're they're very impactful they're very dramatic they're not mm-hmm. your standard ballads so that's what I like about this um, so let's go over the 15 songs we got here in concert set list order we have Queen of the Reich leading it off Followed by Arrow of Time. Then number three, Walk in the Shadows. Followed by Jet City Woman. Then we go to Where Dreams Go to Die. Then we follow that up with NM-156. Next is Surgical Strike. Eight is Light Years. Number nine is Redemption. And ten is Take Hold of the Flame. Followed by I-9. And the main set is closed out by The Needle Lies. And then the encore, number 13, is Blood of the Levant, followed by Guardian, and the show is closed out with I Don't Believe in Love. I kind of, I like that. I kind of like it. I like it. I, I'm, I'm glad we left uh, Take Hold of the Flame where it is. I, I, I like that, but I, I can't see it as the closer, you know? So um, I, I mean, I've seen it as the closer. Personally, yeah. so um, what it is is, it, you know, compared to the songs that they had earlier in their career, there, this the song is such a such a song of hope that to end on a song like that because there's so it, it, there's a build to that song that mm-hmm. that's why it was so uh, impactful that way. But gotcha. nowadays, you know, the way that that the the albums are and, and all that stuff, it's it's a very different song and it's a very different. Um, meaning i guess now compared to back then but i like it i can i can deal with that all right all right well that brings us to the big four queensrike albums um we've already done queensrike songs back in episode 53 um so queensrike albums and that means that we're probably not going to do a queensrike worst of first anytime soon (laughs) but that may come up at some point um it might might. i mean 
just depends on how many episodes we get down the line and we say, you know what, it's time for this. <laughs> exactly. All right. So since I've gone first in a bunch of things, why don't you go ahead and go first with the Big Queens Rick albums? Sounds good. Um, my number four, uh, we've discussed in length and on our, our uh, head-to-head episode. Uh, my number four is The Warning. It's it's a really good debut album, and it's it's a very progressive. It's got a lot of e- experimentation, and it shows a band with a lot of promise. Very raw, and it's it's hard to deny that it's one of their best. Um, my number three is Operation Mindcrime. That's an album that I had to really warm up to because it's a concept album. I don't like every track, but I think it has some of the strongest songs that they've ever released as a whole. I mean, we discussed what four of them today. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a tr- uh, an album that if you are entry level to to um, Queensrÿche, I think it's one that you have to listen to at least for the hits, and then you'll probably warm up to it as a as concept albums are sometimes hard to get into. Um, my number two is The Verdict um, I think it's a great album um, very strong from beginning to end uh, it's one I don't skip a track on and I really like this new modern era of, of Queensryche with Todd LaTorre on vocals um, again I can't stress enough how much I like Light Years that's such a great song um, if you don't listen to any other track here today give light years a chance it's it's freaking awesome um and then my number one is rage for order i think that's where queensrike really hit their stride which is always impressive to see a band two albums in hitting their stride and and knowing their their voice and and rage for order has such a good mix of uh, experimentation a little bit cleaner sound than the first album and just a band that that is hungry and and wants to be successful uh but also is just really truly understanding their art so i that's what i really love about rage for order so i we have three out of the four uh crossover and and one of them we're going to talk about a little bit more when i when i mention it because i like what you were saying about it um, so let me start with my number four is Queensryche, the album featuring Todd LaTorre, the first Todd LaTorre album. Um, it, it, it's almost like, you know, you never forget your first. Well, this is the first Todd LaTorre. It was a short album, but it was very, very impactful because it told you this is Queensryche. If you listen carefully, this is what we used to sound like. This is what we want to sound like now. And there's a lot of similarities and you're going to enjoy the ride. And that's what I really, really like about this album because it set the tone for their comeback. And, um, you know, with songs, and we have two songs in here. I mean, with Redemption and Where Dreams Go to Die, those were the, the, the big, the lead singles basically off of that album. And it really, really uh, showed the fans that they're going to be Queensryche, but we've got a new singer that, that can really hold his own. Number three for me is rage for order. And I agree with everything that you said. And, and even more so what is special to me about this album is it took 
it had a it took a lot of guts to put this album out after your second out after your first album your after your debut um second album essentially or second release so it's rage Ford is the third release from queensrike second full-length album but it was such a departure yes they had hints of progressiveness but not that progressive and it went in a completely different direction although they kept and maintained the metal portion of it that fans knew but it was definitely definitely very progressive and it it brought in a lot of new fans and it probably turned some off saying what is this because it was a really huge question mark but i love that album um number two for me is operation mind crime which was your number three um it just basically put Queensryche on the map. I mean, if if they were if they were laying the highways down with the warning and rage for order, this one solidified the map. Operation Mindcrime. I mean, it's hailed as one of the greatest concept albums of all time. I mean, it's up there with the Wall and Tommy. In some cases, a lot of people put it in the same in the same you know uh, reference in the same sentence in the same paragraph um which is great um but it does take some getting used to it's not for everyone it, it's not one of those things where it kind of just leads you into a whole nother area the 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 interludes are very brief which i like uh and that's pretty cool my number one and this is personal to me because it was the first Queensrick album I ever bought on CD and, and if you guys have been listening you'll know that it is The Warning um, which contains my two favorite Queensrick songs with NM156 and Take Hold of the Flame it's just personal to me that's why it's my, my favorite album um, I do know that that's three albums just like you did all three albums from, from the early era and we picked one different album each from the Todd era The Verdict and Condition Human are great albums but these th- Three basically set the tone for Queensryche's future back in the day. So, the warning, my number one. Well, that's an awesome list. Um, I definitely like everything you have there because we have amazing crossover. Um, you know, I'm going to say the verdict is better, but both are completely valid albums. Fair enough. Well, that's our big four Queensryche albums, and that's the end of this episode of Debating Metal. So like always, don't forget to tell your friends about us and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And if you've been listening very carefully, you'll notice that this is episode 99, which means that next episode is episode 100. It's 100 episodes for Debating Metal, and we're celebrating with a special guest we're bringing in just for this episode. And don't forget, you can interact with us by commenting on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can send us a DM as well. If you listen to us on YouTube, be sure to leave us a comment, or you can just send us an email to debatingmetal at gmail.com. So remember to tune into the next episode where we spark up another exciting metal debate. On behalf of Kenneth and myself, stay safe, and always turn it up to 11. See ya.